Church, I'm Kelly. I hope you're doing well. Our daily hope today is Isaiah 10. So we see from Isaiah 9, the messianic prophecy of Jesus, that a child will be born, government will be on his shoulders, he'll be prince of peace, wonderful counselor, his greatness and reign will not end. So we know that Jesus has the ultimate power in reign. Then we enter in Isaiah 10 with a rebuke to Israel, a rebuke to Assyria, and a promise from God. So, this chapter has a lot of power plays going on and how Israel and Assyria use their power poorly, but then God and his care and love for his people brings his power in perfectly for our protection, for our safety, for his love of his people. So, the question is today, what do you do with your power? The deeper question is, why do you want power? I think as humans, we all wrestle with wanting power, whether that's power because it validates us, because it makes us respected, it gives us affirmation, it makes us feel secure. And this power could be in money, could be in status, can be in a role, could be because you can make all the decisions, whether it's even in the household. Power comes in different forms in our society and culture. And people crave this power because it validates them in some capacity. And so why, why do we do that? I have a guess. It's probably because we lose sight of knowing that all power comes from God and that our identity comes from God and we crave that identity from power. We crave feeling certain things from knowing that we have power. And so we see that with Israel. God gave them power, but they used it poorly. They didn't they didn't continue on with God's plan and heart for all people, caring for the poor and marginalized and bringing justice to the earth. Assyria was actually an agent of God's wrath, but then they'd become an object of God's wrath because they used that power in pride with their haughty eyes so for selfish gain. So what can we learn from this in Jesus' life? One is... There are two different ways of using power. One can be for selfish gain, whether that's even to affirm ourselves. And the unintended consequence can be destruction of others, not caring for others. The other way of wielding power is in service. We see Jesus came to serve, used all of his divine power to serve, sacrifice, and suffer on our behalf. So... Are there times in your life where you struggle, where you are frustrated that you don't have enough power? But God says he gives power to the powerless. He affirms at the end of Isaiah 10, verse 24 and 25, My people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians who beat you with a rod, lift up a club against you as Egypt did. Very soon my anger against you will end and my wrath will be directed to their destruction. So even though God was angry with Israel and he brought he brought Assyria to bring wrath to his people at the end of the day he would not let his people be destroyed. He says, "I have all power. Do not worry. I am in control. I will protect you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Even if I discipline you, even if I'm angry with you, I still love you and I will still still be here for you. And so in his perfect power, he protects us.
And when we wield power poorly, we hurt people unintentionally because we are still craving to be filled by that power. And so I pray that today that you would see where that power is validating you, affirming you, and ask God to fill that, fill that hole, fill that identity in you, knowing that you don't need power to serve, that we are given power to serve, but you don't need it to serve. And God has the ultimate power. He wields it perfectly. No matter what we think in this world, we don't have to worry about what's going on. And let the powers that be be judged by God perfectly. I hope this is an encouragement to you, church. Much love.